okay to hear. I guess it goes without saying that this is an episode that's not for everybody, but during the course of today's conversation, you might even persuade people listening otherwise. Today's episode, we are talking about buying land in Dubai and building your own property on it. So, first and foremost, is it possible to buy land in Dubai and build your own property on it? Yes, Raj. It is very much possible. You can buy a freehold land and build your own property on it. Okay, so where did the misconception that still lives in the market come about, about you can't buy property in Dubai, you can't own property, you can't own land. Like, take us back 20 years and tell us, was that ever real and where are we today? Look, yes, prior to 2002, yeah. you know, the land was not freehold. But post-2002, a lot of new developments which has happened, especially most of it, you can say, are all freehold developments. Most of the developments uh, have clusters where they've sell, they're selling individual land where you can build your own house, you want to build a building or a hotel, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, you can buy land, absolute freehold land, which is yours for life and build on your own as per your own specifications. Okay, so that leads us on to our next point, which is what kinds of property can you build on it? If I've got my own specification, are there certain properties that are out of bounds when it comes to commercial or certain types of residential, what kind of properties can I build on a piece of land that I own in Dubai? Look, it all depends on the land classification. So if you're buying a plot which is classified for a villa, you build a residential villa on it. You buy a building uh, plot, uh, It was whether it's a commercial building or a residential building, you can buy a plot for a hotel, hotel apartment, even warehouses and uh, industrial uh, land as well. So to answer that, there's a wide range of land options available. and But the most popular ones uh, are the residential uh, plots for villas and uh, buildings. Okay. Clearly, you're not going to be able to get a, a classification for a warehouse and a villa. But are there multiple classifications that can exist on the same piece of land? Sometimes, yes. But when you say multiple classifications, it's like, you know, we, you usually call it a mixed use development, which could be like, you know, uh, retail on the ground floor and residential on the higher floors. Uh, or it could also be a mix of retail, commercial offices and land. So there are uh, possibilities like that as well. So now that we've established that you can buy a piece of land in Dubai and build property on it, subject to the classification that that land comes with, what is the case? Why should you buy land and build your own property on it as opposed to just going to a developer who's already built a property on that land for you and buying a property from them look Raj, uh, to answer this question first and foremost uh, when you talk about buying land and building on it obviously it doesn't apply to someone wanting to buy a single apartment you know for an apartment you're not going to build a whole building but it applies to people who are buying uh, you know large family homes villas uh, or even investors who are, you know, procuring assets in form of entire buildings. Now, when you go to a developer and you're buying a villa, say, for example, just talking uh, to give you make it simple for you, you're going to a developer buying a villa worth 10 million dirhams. When you go and buy, you are given a choice of four bedroom, five bedroom, six bedroom. Mm -hmm. One is priced at, say, 9 million, 10 million, 11 million, right? Depending on the number of bedrooms. You select within, okay, which which unit number and you buy that. Same For the same amount of money, if you go and buy a land and build your own, the first and the most important part is that you would be getting a house which is totally customized. It's absolutely as per your needs. It 
you can design it the way you like it have the number of bedrooms the way you need it probably you need more number of bedrooms you need a study room you need a home office you need a uh, you know a place a party area you want to design it as per vastu or uh, feng shui or you want to have uh, you know whatever you want to put in a private pool the the options are endless you know mm. it's like customization uh, you know when you buy you, when you go to a shop and you buy a ready suit or you go to a tailor and you decide everything right from the fabric to the color the fit the style the buttons everything so similarly when you buy a ready villa from a developer they're going to hand over as per their specs they're not going to be doing any changes to it as per your requirement but when you buy land and you build your own you have all the freedom of designing it to the way you require it for your own living so this is the first and the biggest uh, advantage so let's say then you've got all this additional control and certainly properties that are on the market today may have not factored in needing you know an office or two offices like post pandemic what people need from their home has fundamentally changed so you've got some additional control but are there any additional controls in terms of the building process in terms of the people that you you work with whether it be a development a development consultant like yourself or a project manager is there an opportunity for more transparency or is it wait till we hand the keys over like it is with a developer look raj you are in 100% control of what goes into developing or building your own home unlike when you buy from a master developer or any developer you are going to get a specification sheet and you're just going to be handed over that now what goes inside you don't know right from outside everything can look good but what's gone inside you don't really know when you're building your own home right from a nail to the marble to the doors whatever goes in goes in as per your choice it is as per your specification and you are in complete control look when you buy from a developer what happens a developer gives you a payment plan that these are the milestones where you need to pay they send you an email they send you a notice that this milestone you achieved please pay right and before even when you're buying something say offline you're paying 10 20 30% deposit whereas when you're buying a land and developing the control is completely yours you know if if you're paying to the contractor you're paying to the contractor when he's doing the work on site right when he builds you when he builds you once he's done some work you see the milestone you pay the person so you're in complete control of the entire process okay so i'm going to be a cynic for a second here if a developer is building 300 or 200 of the same property they're going to be getting the marbles and the materials <laughs> they're going to be buying they're going to be bulk buying across yes. hundreds of different properties so you're telling me that if i have control that's great but my question to you then is what's that control going to cost me if i'm going to be paying for marble and this wood and everything that i want surely i'm going to be spending more out of my own pocket to end up with a property that a developer could give me for cheaper or is it the other way around i could end up spending less on the equivalent property that a developer would put together look raj there can be two three scenarios mm. one scenario is if you build to a spec which is very similar to the what a developer makes you are definitely definitely going to be spending less okay, okay so if a developer has a 10 let's just go with 10 million yes. dirhams if a developer has a 10 million dirham property and 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 i know you can't commit and this is by no means as we mentioned in all podcasts this is not actual financial investment yes. advice that you should be acting on always seek professional help before you make any decisions but a 10 million property from a developer how much would that cost me out of pocket typically like back of handkerchief numbers 
you would be not spending anything more than seven or eight million for a similar house in a similar community. Okay, so 20% net saving. Yes. Okay. But, and let me just stop you there. Okay. And that also, you would get something definitely better spec than what the developer is handling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that mean, therefore, that if I do spend the full, full 10, 10 million that a developer would have asked me for, that I'll actually end up with something that's got a equivalent market value of 12 million? More than that, maybe. Right. If not less. So in which case, there's an opportunity to even make short-term capital as well Look, uh, by, by selling it immediately. It's, yes, there are. I mean, a lot of people today are doing this as a business as well. And uh, some seasoned investors who know the benefit of uh, you know uh, developing, uh, they are doing that buying plot, making a nice custom house on it and putting it in the market. Because Raj, one thing you need to understand, when you put in a custom-built villa or a house in the market, uh, unlike when you enter a community which has, say, 100 units of the same type, a person negotiating on your particular house could be saying that, you know, three rows down the line, I'm getting the same house for half a million cheaper. Why are you asking me for more money? It's the same plot size, same thing. Everything is the same. But when you have something which is custom built, it's piece unique. It's like one of one, like a limited edition thing, you know. And today, especially people are really valuing such, uh, you know, houses because there are hardly any, you know, uh, good houses on the market like these. You could uh, go into a community which has similar types of houses. There are many, but unique, uh, you know, custom-built homes, there are very few. Okay, so it's, it's, I guess the term that's going crazy on the internet at the moment is it's, it's non-fungible. It's one of one. Yeah, it's one of one. It, okay. and it is because, you know, you've made it as per your design. It's not something which you've... Uh, you know, uh, the house on the left and the right would be different. So it's your house, which is unique. So when you put it in the market, uh, if someone likes it, they're not going to find the same house somewhere else. Okay, so if I can have a property which I've built myself and it's unique, it's one of one, and as such, it's able to maintain its long-term value because in the future, nobody can compare it to another property when negotiating with me if I choose to sell it. Is there anything about today's climate market climate that suggests that you should or should not be investing in land to build your own property on top look first and foremost Raj, uh, with the whole pandemic going on people have realized the benefits of having a larger home people want larger spaces people want home offices uh, not just home offices you know i've seen families where uh, they have three four kids and they're doing their schooling from home now, even when they're doing schooling from home, it's virtual, online. And I have seen, you know, some families make two, three different small, small study rooms in their houses. Why? So that the kids can have their own space while even, uh, you know, uh, doing online school. Some people are working from home. They want a home office. Uh, a, a lot of people, uh, some people want a separate prayer room. A lot of different things are happening. Because of which people have realized developing your own home because when you go to a developer you can't ask them to do all these things okay so the only option is you buy a land design it the way you like it with your needs and uh, make it as per your choice hmm. but what about okay so that's one aspect of it i guess the current in terms of current market conditions clearly every market in the world has been affected by covid yes and so one of the market conditions is what we need from a home has somewhat changed or been redefined is there anything else in terms of from a straight investor's point of view, I know that at the moment, worldwide interest rates are low. ROI isn't particularly good on any traditional investment opportunities. Yeah. Does that mean that now is a really good time to 
invest in property because even in the short term you could you could sell it at a profit yeah look you know developing and development uh, i've always believed is you know uh, it's like you know a process of manufacturing you buy the raw material which is the land you build on it you add value and you create a final product so you know there is no doubt in it that when it's like you know buying uh, cloth and turning it into a suit obviously the suit sells for much higher price than what the cost of the uh, cloth is uh, same way with development if you buy a plot of land you build a house on it or a building whatever and you sell it the value is much higher the okay. value is much much higher and not only that you are in complete control of it raj you want to spend you know uh, two years to build it you want to spend uh, you know uh, you want to do a very high end luxury thing you want to do something which is uh, really funky really cool something different it's it's entirely up to you okay so in return for all of the control i get when it comes to building my own property and you talked about the fact that you can build an equivalent property that's in the market if you buy if you make it yourself you can you can spend less on it and if you spend the same amount of market this forgive me the same amount of money you'd spend on a a property in the market let's say for 10 million you'd end up with if you build it yourself you'd end up with a property that's got the equivalent value of about 12 million that's all well and good but looking at the news today q2 q3 and maybe the rest of 2021 it seems like there's been a big spike in the price of raw materials there was an assumption when covid happened that all construction would be shut down whether it be residential commercial or, or otherwise a lot of wood was not processed and harvested and the whole supply chain was slowed down in reality what happened is that people realized that they had a lot more time a lot more money the needs of their homes had changed and they started going to the stores and buying wood and making making changes and doing renovations or building bigger properties is there is there a case right now that wood and raw material prices make building your own property unfeasible what is the impact of the cost of raw materials in 2021 when it comes to deciding if you should you should build your own property look raj the cost of raw material when we talk about a property like this you know uh, 10 million dirham property or even more the cost of the raw material is is not a very big cost okay even if the cost of the raw material goes up by say 10% or 15% on your total total cost it won't even affect by even probably 5% okay, okay? Uh, because uh, you need to understand uh, you know it's not just one material but there are different materials go into building a house so yes okay if one material has gone up it would uh, you know affect the cost slightly because compared to that there could be some other materials where the costs have gone down you know and uh, stuff like that also it also depends on where you're sourcing the material from and a lot of other factors so there are a lot of ways where you can uh, do a lot of value engineering onto that to keep your costs under control okay so I've got all my materials in place to build my own property on land that I've bought in Dubai. I understand that I can get a really good deal. I can build something cheaper than a developer would sell it to me, or I can spend the same amount that a developer is asking me for but get a much better equivalent property. That's the financial side covered. Right. As an investor and in terms of my time, how much time do I need to physically be in the country in Dubai, in the UAE if I'm an overseas investor? and what are those milestones that i need to be here who am i talking to how much time is it costing me look if you are doing this as an investor to build a home and then sell it off uh, you know put in the market and make a profit uh, 
the the time you need to put in uh, physically being in the country is not too much uh, because nowadays you know most of the things we as it is going uh, you know with uh, being on zoom and uh, virtual and being you know everything over uh, a zoom call or a video call you don't really need to be there physically uh, once you've appointed the right consultants the right people then you really don't need to spend much time but yes it's always you know advisable for a person to come and have a look when it's being built just so you know they know what's going on but then again today with technology there are ways where you know i have some clients who monitor the progress every day on site because they have live cameras put up on site so you know uh, now uh, a lot of thing is possible due to technology so physically it's not necessary for you to be over here so let's just go let's just i mean we always do this on all the podcasts Let's just try and fill some of those things up with numbers. So a four-bedroom apartment, uh, oh, sorry, forgive me, a four-bedroom villa in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. I've got the materials, I've got the resources, I've got the contractor. Start to end, how many months am I looking at? Look, From deciding I want to do it to getting the keys in my hand. Look, a start to end process could be anywhere between a year and a half to two years. When yeah. I say start to end means starting from, uh, you know, identifying the land, buying the land and then moving into it you know uh, physically or in a posi- and or making it in a, a livable condition uh, you're taking anywhere about 18 to 24 months mm-hmm. uh, it also depends on how quick you decide because decisions uh, in terms of design and uh, you know the look and feel and, and deciding on the consultants materials that's something which is in your control the person who's uh, you know doing it so that's uh, something but yes 18 to 24 months uh, easily you could uh, finish it Okay, so let's say 18 months. Yeah. In that 18 months, let's say I live in Mumbai, Delhi, London, wherever, Qatar, Saudi. How many times do I need to physically come to Dubai to interact with either the property or stakeholders, project managers, development consultants like yourself who can handle the whole process for me? How many times do I need to come to Dubai? Look, Raj, uh, there's no specific number of times I can say. Sometimes it could be also possible that you come just twice or thrice. Mm-hmm. Uh there are, there are some projects where I am consulting on as a consultant where uh, the people are currently not, they're not able to travel because of the whole uh, flight restrictions, but the work is still going on on site. Uh, there's still everything happening. Uh, it's all about, you know, how well you coordinate. If you have the funds available in the country and you have all the processes set properly, uh, you don't need to be really physically over here. And that's what, you know, I do for a lot of my clients where, I've taken up all the headache for them right from designing up to, you know, putting in the contractor in place, putting in the consultant in place, getting everything done as per their needs. So uh, to answer that, not too many times they need to be over here. But maybe definitely when you sign the land. Yes, definitely when they acquire the land, uh, you know, to take the land to transfer uh, and also they need to be here to appoint the consultants, appoint, you know, uh, give certain power of attorneys for them to act on their behalf in the Dubai municipality and the other government authorities. Okay, so if we're talking about a very high level, if it's two to three times, you're here in month, you know, zero to one when you're doing all the paperwork, acquiring the land. You maybe show up once sometime between month six and nine and then maybe once towards the end as well. So it could be as little as two or three. Yes. uh, Evenly split. So now that we've established that a typical four to five bedroom villa will take 18 to 24 months to build from scratch here in Dubai that as an overseas investor, you've got the opportunity to buy the land and whatever money you spend on it, 
you'll probably spend less than a developer would sell you the equivalent. Or if you pay what a developer is asking for, you'll end up with even more value for money if you build right. it yourself. Let's zoom right in now. What are the milestones from a kind of project management point of view or from your perspective as a development consultant that does these projects for clients? What are the different milestones that will be hitting? What's the exact process that a investor has to go through from deciding to build their own property in Dubai to being given the keys? So look, I'll explain you the key milestones here. The first and foremost, uh, you know, you need to decide where you want to buy the land and where you want to develop. Uh, once you've uh, decided the land, uh, you've, the first step is obviously procuring the land. Uh, once you procure the land, the second step is the process of getting the design finalized. Once you've got the design finalized, then the next step is the approvals. Uh, the stage three is approvals. Within the approvals, there are a lot of multiple steps, but that a professional consultant takes care of. Uh, who's uh, who, who will represent you in the government departments and get all the approvals. Once you have the approvals in place, then the step number four is appointing a contractor. You appoint a main contractor and the contractor starts work. Then obviously there are a lot of steps while it's being built, but that's again handled by the consultant and the contractors. And then the, the final stage is once the development is complete, the villa or building, whatever, once it's complete, then again, the consultant approaches the, the Bay municipality or the government authorities uh, for the final BCC, which is a building completion certificate. Once that is achieved, then you can actually move into the place. Okay. And I know you've already said that there's a specialist consultant that would sit yes. in your team that would handle all that. Yeah. And I know that you're not that person, but can you just color that in a little bit more for us in terms of how is this process regulated? Who are the different government bodies that are involved? And how does compliance work in terms of, are there single sign-offs in some cases, multiple sign-offs? Are there payments that need to be made to authorities at yeah, different look, stages? There are, there are multiple authorities involved. When you say multiple authorities, you know, there is, uh, first is the Dubai municipality, there is the DIVA, which is the electricity and water authority. You know, uh, the, uh, in some cases, it could also be the road transport authority. But, uh, you know, uh, these all things are coordinated by the consultant. So uh, they go to all the other different uh, government authorities uh, as and when required. Take all the permissions. Uh, you get something called as a building permit. Once you get a building permit, it's basically it's a permission from the government that you can build on it as per the specified drawings, what you have uh, prepared and proposed. Once you get that, you uh, start developing. At every stage, there are certain checks from the Dubai municipality to make sure it's being developed as per the proposed uh, drawings. That again, you know, is a routine, uh, what do you say, checks and uh, site visits which happen. And once uh, that is complete, then you go in for a proper building completion certificate where, uh, you know, the civil defense authorities and the other authorities come and check that it's built to a specific standard, which uh, the Dubai government specifies. And uh, yeah, and then you get the building completion certificate where which actually allows you to then go in and move into the actual uh, villa or building. So I'm an overseas investor. I've decided to come to Dubai, buy a plot of land, and I'd like to build a property on it. Who do I need on my team? Because obviously not living in Dubai and not being a property developer, I don't know what the different stages are. So you are a development consultant. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about what that is and what, what the function of that is and what you do and who else is on your team that gets us from me choosing the plot of land to me moving in. So look Raj, as a development consultant, I offer my clients a complete uh, you know, package. Uh, when I say a complete package, that uh, what 
I have a team of uh, consultants, architects, designers, contractors, all who are uh, you know trusted people who I've worked with before. Uh, we offer a solution to the client where the client decides the land uh, or the client already has a land and wants to build on it. Uh, do we do both? Uh, once the client uh, has specified or you know or shortlisted a land or already has a land, we go into the design process first where we decide what we want to build on it. Once uh, the client gives us a brief, we design, then show the designs to the client, not one, but few options for a client to choose from. Uh, and all these options are designed as per the brief given by the client, you know. So the client, we sit down with the client, understand the requirements. If it's a family home, understand the requirement of the family, then what, uh, you know, each family member is looking at in the house. And once we have that, we give them uh, options. The client chooses a design process, you know, a design uh, first. Once they choose the design, we go into the interior part of it and uh, start uh, going ahead for approvals. And uh, then, you know, we appoint a proper uh, consultant who is the consultant with the authorities to go and take all the approvals. And then we go on to the process of appointing a contractor and uh, doing the complete bit. So we offer a complete package where a client can, you know, outsource everything and uh, just sitting and having one point of contact, which is me, can design, build his entire home or a building, whatever he's wanting to build. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here, just focusing just on the money, we've spoken about building a villa and the amount of time that's needed for that. Can you take us from a townhouse villa right the way through to owning a residential building? Yes. What are the minimum investment categories that if you want to buy land in Dubai and build on it, that you would need to have essentially a capex? How much money would you need to put aside right. as investment to have a property like that, to own a property like that? So... Let's start with townhouses, go through to villas, go through to uh, residential buildings right. and anything else you can think of in between that so, your, your investment clients are thinking about. So look, Raj, when you talk about uh, townhouses, what happens is townhouses is, you know, like a cluster. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are very few choices where you can get plots for building townhouses, mm -hmm. uh, where uh, you could build a cluster of four townhouses or six townhouses. Mm -hmm. uh, these would uh, start anywhere from a price range of uh, two, two and a half million per townhouse, right? But in this, you need to understand that these would be a cluster of four or six. So until and unless a person uh, wants like four different townhouses, sometimes could be a big family want four houses together or something like that, it's for them. When you talk about individual villas, you're looking at a, a price of minimum at least four to five million dirhams as a total budget, uh, which includes land and construction. This is where it would start from. Uh, of course, going up, you could spend on, you know, upwards of 50, 60, 70 million, depends on how big a villa you want to make, how crazy you want to go on that. Uh, so that's uh, with a family house. So starting anywhere from 5 million dirhams approximately, you could go up. Uh, talking about individual buildings, uh, this is where a lot of investors don't look at. And this is where, you know, there's real value in the market. Uh, currently is uh, if they take uh, there are a lot of options in the market today where you can buy small plots to build your own building uh, when you talk about a building usually people think that oh, a building will cost too much but you could own an entire building in some good locations in Dubai starting from anywhere around 20 to 25 million onwards dirhams so if you put it uh, you know it's 20 25 million dirhams is not like a very very big investment for owning a complete asset also, one very, very important thing which investors miss out on 
is uh, that when you talk about a building which is costing you 25 million dirhams, uh, if you were to value it once it's ready, it would be, you know, just uh, as a thumb rule valuation, it would be valued at somewhere around at least 34, 35 million dirhams. Not only that, when you calculate the return on investment on these kind of uh, buildings, the return on investment is very high in this case because you're not buying your f from a developer. So you're not paying the profit to the developer. Uh, your cost on these buildings, say for example, if it's 25 million, and when you rent it, you are renting it at market value, at the market rental rates, Yeah. right? Yeah. So if you were to buy from a developer and achieve, say, 7% uh, you know, return on investment, vis-a-vis -vis making your own uh, building, which costed you 25 million dirhams or 26 million, whatever, you would be expecting to get at least at least a nine to ten percent return on that same investment. Right. And plus, don't forget the asset which you hold is already of a value which is much higher than what you've uh, invested in. Right. So it could be as little as a ten to twelve year play before you've made all your money back exactly. and you sat on a serious cash generating asset. Yes. Which you could. We're getting technical now, but maybe you could sell that for a multiple of revenue. Yeah, you could sell that for uh, revenue. Uh, you know, once it's ready, if you feel you you know you want to sell, say if it's 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 uh, you know a small building, four floors, six floors, whatever you want to sell, one or two floors to generate some cash out of it. Yes. Not only that, you know, there's also something which a lot of investors do is once they build an asset, they could go to any bank and you know raise funds against that asset. Especially if it's rented, there's something called as uh, lease rental discounting. So it's basically, you've rented the entire building, you have an income, the bank would you know, uh, pay you an X amount of years income upfront. Mm -hmm. So in some cases I've seen investors cashing out the in entire investment, the rents paying off the bank for a few years. And after a few years, they all, first they've already taken the money out. They have, they still own the asset which is uh, you know paying for itself and after a few years again they have cash flow from it so this is something a lot of investors miss out on they come uh, they feel okay you know uh, we'll buy a full floor from a developer or two floors from a developer spend 20 30 million but if they go this route they are definitely going to get much more value and are going to be remaining in complete control of the investment okay well to here as i mentioned at the beginning this is not for everybody but there's certainly a lot of advantages that would be appealing to a lot of people when it comes to coming to Dubai, buying land here and building a property on it. Which leads me to the final question today, which is, if it's such a good idea, why aren't more people doing it? Look, Raj, two things. First, a lot of consultants, real estate consultants, don't know about it, how to go about it. Okay, They are here just to sell they're not here to consult on the entire process. Uh, a lot of people I know, they would just be interested in either selling the land or the ready building or uh, an apartment or a villa from a developer because that's a much easier process. Now, consultancy in development, one is needs experience, okay? Uh, the know-how and the knowledge of how to execute the project. That's something really important. And that's where, where I usually... You know, my, my clients, uh, you know, use my services because that's where I add value, give them a complete package, take off all the headache, hassles from the head. And, you know, when they finish the project, they realize the value they've got in building that asset is much, much higher than what they would have just gone and bought off from a developer. Because look, any, I mean, 
anything when you are buying off a developer, no matter which developer it is, you're paying a profit to the developer, right? When you're doing an investment which is of a sizable amount, okay, you can save a lot of money. Okay, yes, obviously when you're buying just an apartment, you don't have an option, okay? Or a small uh, townhouse, you don't have an option. But if you're buying something which is, you know, upwards of 5, 10 million dirhams, definitely this is an option you should look at. Well, that's a great place to end. That that conversation went by really quickly. We've covered a lot. Incredible. As I mentioned, this particular investment opportunity isn't for everybody, but there's certainly a lot of reasons to get involved. I'm sure that before any investor makes a move on this, they're going to need some very specific details and advice. And so where would be the best place for anybody listening or watching right now to contact you? They could reach out to me on any of my social media handles, be it on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, at Tahir Majid here. Email me on Tahir at trustedhomesdubai.com and I'll be happy to assist them. Amazing to hear. Thank you so much. One of the best episodes we've done so far. Go ahead and read us out. Thanks for checking out the Dubai Real Estate Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe to my channel, like, leave your comments and hit the notification bell to stay updated. That would be really awesome. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and a review. This really helps us getting discovered. Android listeners, if you're listening on Spotify, please do follow us there or any other platform you're listening on. Hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope to see you in Dubai very soon.